beautiful rebel it's sam goldsmith here and welcome to her great rebellion the podcast this is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo that results in radical self-acceptance radical self-confidence and radical trust in yourself and the universe through thought work sacred medicine and radical rebellion we remember who we really are so let's connect together as we always do and just breathe for a few moments If you're driving in your car or you're walking your dog or you're in another place where you can't close your eyes, that's fine. Just bring your gentle attention to your breath. If you're at home and you can even stop for a few moments and just allow yourself one minute or two to breathe with your eyes closed, that's perfect. So breathing gently in through the nose and out through a slightly open mouth. Allowing your body to breathe with a natural, easy rhythm and allowing some breaths to be deeper and some more shallow. Knowing that as we breathe together in this way, our bodies and our energy systems are gently recalibrating themselves to ease, to their natural state. Breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Reminding yourself also that when we breathe together in this way, when we meet, we create an entry point to a sacred dimension. This is a moment to recognize yourself as sacred and to open up sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling, and sacred understanding within yourself. As you gently breathe, bring your attention now to your heart. Feel the energy over the front of your heart and the back of your heart. Breathe into this energy. And gently give your heart permission to travel up to your brain, to your mind. And quieten it down. Allow that quietness now to move over the top of your physical head and run down the entire length of your body, coating it in a layer of calm. As you continue to gently breathe here, sense the divine being underneath that layer of calm. And give this divine being, your inner being, permission to hear, interpret, process and feel anything and everything in the perfect way for your highest good. Okay, everybody, welcome to this episode. Today, I want to talk to you about sacredness, about bringing sacredness and adding the element of sacredness generally to your life so I love 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 talking about this because it's such a simple and powerful powerful thing that we can do to enhance any part of our lives so there's two real reasons why 
I love um, talking about sacredness and I love bringing sacredness to my own life. The first one is that sacredness um, brings attention. So as soon as we bring attention to something, it immediately changes it. And we know that where attention goes, energy flows. So as soon as we decide that we're going to bring sacredness or we're going to adopt a sacred mindset, the energy immediately shifts because we've brought attention to something. So powerful first thing is attention. The second thing is that bringing sacredness brings or adds meaning. And ultimately what we are all looking for is a meaningful existence. So the fact that we can create meaning and therefore fulfillment, that's another story for another day, but the fact that we can create meaning simply by bringing our attention is astronomically and exponentially powerful. Such an amazing, beautiful thing to do. So where we put our attention, where our attention goes, our energy flows, where our attention flows and our energy flows, meaning can be found, created and cultivated. Okay, so in my book, I share a lot of stories about sacredness in a chapter called Bringing Sacredness. Um, and I'm just thinking about which one I'll share with you today because I actually wasn't going to um, talk about sacredness on this episode. I had another uh, idea and another framework planned out but then it was just coming through to me as something that was on my heart to share today and because I know my own uh, energy system I know that it's better to go with the flow of what is wanting to come up or and what is wanting to be um, be said or be heard so I'm a little bit all over the place with sharing this one with you today but it's going to be so powerful to um, create another dimension for you in your life. So I'm super excited to share it. So um, in the book, I talk about a few stories. I talk about somebody coming to yoga. Um, I talk about how sacredness can be applied to workplaces and how I believe that it would have a profound impact on things like schools and, and hospitals, absolutely, um, without a doubt. But um, I talk in there also about um, bringing sacredness to our diet. So that's probably a good story for us to talk about because predominantly women listening to this um, podcast and pretty much all of us, I guess, at some time in our life have had um, the desire to go on a diet or feel like we need to go on a diet or um, lose weight. So um Let's think about that. Like cast your, your mind back to the last time that you decided you, need to, um, you needed to go on a diet and think about what sort of things were going through your mind at that time. I can give you some examples um, for me because I've had recent um, significant weight fluctuations with being pregnant, having a baby and having a baby at the age of 40 and the metabolism of a 40-year-old and all of that sort of stuff. So I'm fresh with these thoughts in my mind. Um, and I can tell you that the way that these thoughts um, generally start out are very um, are kind of the opposite of sacred. They're really 
self um, debilitating they might be for me they might be things like oh my goodness you can't fit into any of your clothes oh you know look at this look at that and bringing my attention to particular parts of my body that are too bloated or too wobbly or too stretchy or too marked or whatever it is if you want to be tanned they're too white if you want to lighten your skin they're too dark you know you you get the drift so the first thing is these these thoughts that are coming up and um, I'm sure they're coming to your mind the unique way that um, that that voice speaks to you about that so there's often no sacredness at all associated with this new desire to start a a diet or an exercise um, regime it's there's usually some kind of um, nasty voice behind that some kind of disciplinarian voice that is very mean-spirited and makes you think that you need to kind of suck it up get your shoes on crack the whip start counting calories start eliminating food groups start weighing yourself on a daily basis it's a very there's usually a very punishing um, inner dialogue that's associated with that and that in and of itself can be one of the reasons why we don't actually ever settle into natural a natural weight for our body because we're always in opposition to this inner guiding force through these fluctuations that the um, of the ego discourse so starting with the thoughts what thoughts are we having are they sacred no they're not how could this be different if I um, thought sacredly about it for example so I've just shared with you the not sacred thoughts that I have and the actions that arise from those might be very self-punishing weighing um, calorie restricting um, punishing myself beating myself up trying to squish myself into things that don't fit me (laughs) all that sort of stuff now if I was to bring a sacred mindset to this idea of losing weight how would that be different so if I was bringing sacredness to that situation what kind of thoughts would I be telling myself about my body remembering the thoughts that I was saying previously were things around um, you know things being too fat too wobbly too wrinkly too bloaty any of that sort of stuff but if I was to ask myself what sacredness would say about this state that I find myself in the thoughts might be more like wow Sam you just grew a baby your body just gave absolutely all of your nutrients and energy and life force to grow a brand new human being and you actually got what was left over from that and you still survived In my book, I say, you made, if you did that, if you grew a baby, you made miracles and you did it on leftovers. That's how amazing your body is. Maybe you haven't grown a baby, but maybe your organs have processed everything that you've thrown at them over the years of your life. Maybe they've processed bucket loads and truckloads of alcohol or drugs. 
And maybe your body's processed all of the pains and traumas and toxicities of your life and filtered them all out and you're still here as a living, breathing human being today. Wow. That's how sacredness views you and your body. And if sacredness is viewing it in that way, if our thoughts move to that um, mindset, what kind of desires would arise for our actions? And I don't know what they are. So for everybody, it's going to be different. But for me, when I think about it in the context of losing weight, when I think about what my body's done for me and I um, take the moment to breathe and to recenter and to um, recalibrate my nervous system and I get in touch with that, then I can get in touch with my inner guidance and my intuition about what I should do, how I should move my body, what I should eat, what do I feel like eating, um, you know, how can I actually nourish my body in the way that's, that it's speaking to me. So what I notice is that this compulsion to punish actually dissolves and that harsh voice goes away and a loving voice arises. Now, for some people, it's going to be hard to access a loving voice because your um, inner voice and your inner dialogue is uh, a harsh inner critic that comes from the way you've been speaking to yourself for years, the way you've been spoken to as a child, the way that the women in your family have been spoken to across generations and lifetimes and so forth. And all of that can also be dissolved um, through thought work and sacred medicine. But even just taking these moments to recalibrate and recenter yourself and breathe and bring the mindset or the idea of sacredness back to what it is you're doing can allow something other than that harsh voice to arise. So it might tell you, um, tell you an exercise that would feel really nice to do. It might tell you a dish that would feel really nourishing and beautiful to eat. It might tell you a particular style of yoga or a particular practice that would be really nourishing to do rather than slogging it out, thinking that you need to, you know, lift weights or run. Maybe it will tell you that lifting weights or running is going to be energizing and powerful and beautiful. All of the messaging that you'll get will be around things that are going to be life enhancing rather than life depleting and um, emotionally draining, which you know, kicks in the in weight loss or in dieting, which we're talking about here, actually kicks off a cycle of um, of that problem continuing. But what I found is that when I bring sacredness to something, that I actually get better results. So by coming back to center, by setting the intention, having the mindset of sacredness, something new can arise and often it's something that helps to overcome a limitation from the past or something new that opens up. Um, and again, bringing that sense of sacredness actually allows that inner dimension of ourselves to open up so that we can start doing and finding the solutions that are actually 
unique for us and right for us as um, a unique vibrational constitution human being. And when we do that, we don't need other people's approval. We don't need, you know, facts and figures to, um, to tell us. We have the experience and we act on our um, intuition. We have an experience and then we evaluate how that was and whether we want to do more of it um, or do less of it. So um, what I like to do is introduce um, the, what I call the sacredness test. Um, and so just backtracking a little bit, um, the rebellion in relation to bringing sacredness to things or deciding to bring sacredness to things is actually choosing to stop, to, choosing to um, face the fear or the unconscious driver that is actually resulting in that desire to um, bring harshness or speak harshly to ourselves and then to consciously choose sacredness instead. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just choosing to stop, to think about where this is actually coming from. I'm facing my fear. I'm facing the unconscious. I'm facing the shadow part of this and I'm choosing to bring sacredness. I'm choosing to bring a sacred mindset to this, even if I don't know how to do it. Just choosing it is a good place to start. So we can introduce the sacredness test. And the way that we do that is just simply by asking ourselves some um, sacred questions and um, questioning ourselves about what it is we're doing and, and why it is we're doing that. So in this diet example, some of the things that I um, might ask myself are, you know, how am I how am I thinking about this? What sort of thoughts are coming up in my mind? Am I bringing a sacred mindset? Am I talking to myself or receiving my own thoughts like I would if a friend was talking to me? Am I breathing life into this idea or am I restricting it and suffocating it and diminishing its energy with my attempts to control it? Am I actually living in the present about this or am I thinking about things that have happened in the past and worrying about things that might happen in the future? Am I nitpicking? Am I fighting my natural tendency, the natural tendencies that are trying to emerge from within me to guide me about this? Am I thinking about this in my mind's eye with lightness and um, reverence for what is possible or am I thinking about what is wrong what are the darknesses am I creating things that don't even exist there those are the kind of questions that we can ask ourselves that automatically bring us into a sacred dimension because they take us out of association with the lie and they bring us into connection with um, possibility. So all of that other stuff really um, relates to probability. I love talking about this possibility versus probability because probability is we're going to do the same thing tomorrow that we did yesterday. The diet's going to fail. I'm going to speak terribly to my kids. I'm going to fight with my husband. I'm going to do badly at work. I'm going to fail the test, whatever, that's probability. But when we bring sacredness, we can open our mind up to possibility. 
And possibility can be anything because it comes from an infinite field that we don't even really fully know and understand. So bringing sacredness opens up our energy system to receptivity of possibility rather than probability. Okay, so just to recap what we've talked about today, bringing sacredness, the power of bringing sacredness, why it's important because it brings attention and meaning, where our attention goes, energy flows, where meaning, where we create meaning, we actually create fulfillment in our lives. What are the thoughts that we're having and what are the actions that arise from them? Limiting critical thoughts create punishing, self-deprecating actions. Sacred, light-filled thoughts create actions that are associated with ease and possibility. Um, we can incorporate rituals and mindset um, to help us with this and we can introduce that sacredness test, which is simply having a set of questions that we can ask ourselves about where our thoughts are coming from or where our mind's coming from in relation to the particular thing that we're focusing on at that, at that time. The rebellion is to stop, face the unconscious driver or the fear that is actually generating those thoughts and just choose sacredness. Even if we don't know how, even if we don't know what that means, choose to bring sacredness. How can I bring sacredness to this? Okay, guys, that's it for this week. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit subscribe um, and uh, leave me a review on iTunes or on any of my social media handles. And please feel free to tag anybody who you know that um, needs to hear any of this or that might be interested or benefit from the content. When you do that, it really helps me to share my work and share my book with lots more people around the planet. And it also helps um, a lot more people to. Uh, open up their own possibilities of orchestrating their own great rebellion and really grounding in themselves and sharing themselves more um, freely with the world. If you haven't already done so, jump over to my website, which is www.samanthagoldsmith.com and download my free self-guided self-doubt eraser meditation. That's a real mouthful. It's coming out different each week, but um, you can uh, just pop your email address in there and you can get that download straight away and you can listen to it as many times as you like. And you can also check out my new book, Her Great Rebellion, which uh, is on the website as well. I also just want to let you know about a really exciting opportunity that's coming up uh, to be part of my Rebel Life Bootcamp. This is the training ground of the Sacred Rebel uh, in a live round. So usually this is a program that people can jump on board or will be able to jump on board with um, any absolutely any time they want throughout the year and receive all of the materials in the community and have uh, live monthly coaching calls. But this March, we're actually going to run a live round, which will mean that we do the work all together at the same time. So keep participants from all corners of the globe working on the same material at the same time, creating this magical um, sacred container. And that will include six live bonus coaching calls. So we'll have coaching calls every week um, associated with the content, which is going to be amazing. Um, next week, I might share with you the content of that program so you know uh, what it's all about exactly but rest assured you're getting a pretty good indication from these podcasts um, about the things that we talk about there um, it's just really a 
very sacred container that holds us and supports us and amplifies the power and possibility um, of, of all of that. So I'll talk about that next week. Until then, live radically, sit deep and do you, my sovereign sister. See you next week. Mm-hmm.